0: our first man on the show by the way so like way to go we love thank this. you
1: thank you thank you i also want to be the, one the of last the, the, <laughs> no right <laughs>
0: podcast where we look at female-led movies and then put them into genres and see which is the best of the best of each genre. With me today is Michael Ovage. He is an actor and model in NYC. Michael, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Glad to be here.
0: I love it. I love it. I don't think I introduced myself. Um, I don't no, think I No, you didn't.
1: Uh, people just assumed... Uh, that it was—you were just a voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, just a floating voice in the room, like a ghost. But my name is Anita Samoilovich, and today for Pride Month, we are talking about 2015's. Tangerine. Woo!
1: What a movie.
0: I... Okay, so this isn't one that you picked out, Michael. I kind of...
1: No, you... you, I went on
0: the hunt to find someone to watch it, and you were the one. Thank you so much. Thank you
1: for putting that out there. Because it was always something I wanted to watch, because I've had people tell me, watch the movie Tangerine. mm -hmm. And that was, like, years ago.
0: Yeah, I think this podcast does the same thing for me, too. I wanted to watch Eighth Grade before... And I never got around to it. And so now I have all these excuses. Not excuses, but just... Reasons. mm, reasons. To watch it, yeah. Yeah. Now you can actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. So a little background on the movie Tangerine. It was directed, co-produced, co-written, co-photographed, mm. and edited mm-hmm, mm. by Sean Baker of, Lord. <laughs> of the Florida Project fame. It won the GLAAD Award for Outstanding Film of a Limited Release and won so many others, but too many to name. And the reason we're talking about this podcast is it stars two black trans women, Kitana Kiki Rodriguez as Cindy and Maya Taylor as Alexandra. And the gimmick of this one is it was all completely shot on an iPhone 5.
1: It was shot on an iPhone five, and let me tell you something. When you said, when I said I was gonna watch it, and then I saw the trailer, I went, "No, this is gonna be so bad." It, it looks like a student film. Yeah. And boy, was I wrong.
0: Oh, I have so much. Boy, I have so I many feelings. So. Budget of a hundred thousand dollars. It opened to a limited release of about seventy four thousand nine hundred dollars and a total domestic gross of seven hundred and two thousand dollars, roughly. So she made her money oh, back. She made mm. her money back. What are just your initial like gut reactions? Clearly you'll love the film and I love that you love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so initial gut reactions. Mm. It was an experience. A lot of times you're watching a movie and you're being entertained and sometimes the story doesn't matter as much as what's happening in the movie. No, this was a movie where I went in, I had no idea what the story was about, And it was like reading a book for the first time. I was going on the journey, finding out what was going to happen next every step of the way. Whereas when you watch other movies like, for example, Transformers or Fast and Furious, Mm -hmm. you kind of have an idea of what the movie's going to be about because of the trailers or something. And then you're watching it and you're just like, oh, this is fun, huh? No, in this movie, I felt like I was there and I was like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next?
0: Have you ever lived in LA? No,
1: I have not. Neither
0: have I. So it's the same feeling I get when I watch shows like Broad City. Right. Because I live in New York, everything, I instantly recognize it. Imagine being from LA and that specific, just small little pocket of it and just noticing everything. Well,
1: I know that it takes place on the corner of Santa Monica and Highland and that's an actual location. Mm -hmm. And from what I've heard from other people, who reviewed the films that live there, they've said, yeah, this is a real location. There's an LGBT community center there. Mm-hmm. There is a trans corner where they would prostitute and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> and they've really said that they brought it to life. And my idea of LA, my idea of California was not that. Yeah. And that's what I love about Sean Baker's movies is that Sean Baker, he takes fame like the Florida project takes place in Florida, mm-hmm. but it takes place in a little corner of Florida that you would never expect Florida to be that way. When you think of Florida, you think of beaches, you think of nightclubs, mm-hmm. you think of Disneyland, yeah. right? California, you think of Hollywood Walk of Fame and all this stuff.
0: She walks on the Walk of Fame. And at I one love,
1: point she does, I yeah. Love it. yeah. And and that's what I thought of it, but then it made me realize, wow, I would never have ever thought of California this way. Here we have this person who she He's living this extraordinary roller coaster of a life. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so wild. It's like the dark underbelly that he's showing of these places. Right. Yeah. It's
1: real life stories. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, the movie hits you hard with the iPhone. <laughs> when I first started watching it, I cannot yeah. get past the damn iPhone. Yeah. I hated the first 10 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes so good that you kind of forget that it's shot in an iPhone. Yeah. And the iPhone was so powerful because it made me feel like I was actually there. Mm
0: -hmm, Like someone was just filming this. And
1: I don't mean like in 3D. I mean like (laughs) he's purposely shooting it with an iPhone with these people who other people would consider ratchet. And the fact that you're shooting with an iPhone, it makes it look even more ratchet.
0: (laughs) i feel you know what i mean i
1: (laughs) thought that i was there and i thought that like cindy was my neighbor or something yeah
0: i feel like i've seen cindy (laughs) oh yeah
1: i've seen cindy alexandra i've even seen that cab driver in new york somewhere where do we even begin with the cab driver
0: Well, okay, I have a funny story. So it was not my first time seeing it. I've Uh seen this movie probably two times before. The second time, I don't remember my feelings towards it. The first time, I was in high school, so I don't think I quite got it as much as I do now. Right. Also, it was like on a torrent site, and it didn't have any subtitles not even for the Armenian parts so for a third of this movie i had no idea
1: because of the Armenian family they oh i had no
0: clue what they were saying that's funny and so especially the first just scene in the diner i'm like yeah it feels like a student it
1: it feels like a student film yeah
0: but then just once it gets going it just doesn't stop right and it's it's
1: right. hilarious. It's
0: hilarious. I love this movie so much. Yeah, the cab driver, especially his. So I come from like a big Russian family. Right. That family get together was so familiar to me. It made me think of my own Russian like yeah. family get together yeah. with all the women of the family kikiing and like the kids just running mm-hmm, around. Like mm-hmm. yeah. It
1: was, well, same Hispanic family. Y- y- so I totally get it. Yeah. That movie was so honest. Mm-hmm. And what I love about his films, for this is not a trans movie, just mm-hmm. to be clear. Yeah. I think a lot of people will immediately think, oh, it's a movie about trans people. Mm-hmm. No, it's a movie about people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, that's, and I think the beautiful thing about this movie is that you don't even need to understand what trans is. What you will understand, however, after watching the film, is that regardless if you're black, white, straight, gay, trans, whatever, everyone is the same. Yeah. Because it was such a universal story. When I first looked up like a quick synopsis of the film, and I thought it, I thought it was going to be like an LGBT pride, trans thing. And no, I, I love that it wasn't mm-hmm. because it made it more powerful because I, I left from it thinking I could relate to all these trans people yes. because they're just like me.
0: Yeah, and oh my god, they cast actual trans women to play trans women. Not even just the two leads. All the, like, girls on the streets.
1: Right. Except for that one idiotic girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So many things about her, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, everyone was flawless.
0: Yeah. And they're already in L.A. Mm -hmm. Hollywood get on that shit of casting actual trans people to play trans people.
1: I think Orange is the New Black also does it with one of their characters. Mm -hmm. But i think that we're getting into an industry where we're starting to see everyone as people as opposed to races and gender Mm -hmm. and that will allow the door to open for more trans actors more black more asian more you know because we're starting to see the trend with black panther crazy rich asians this movie
0: right yeah this movie i feel look if you haven't seen it do it i do it it's on hulu if you need my password i'll give it to you Oh my God. <laughs> it's a must see it is a
1: must see and i would put it up there with like ladybird and i would put it up there with florida project once again i'll mm-hmm. give it another shout out these are movies that are so relatable regardless of your race or gender because they are stories that happen to all of us mm-hmm. you know what i mean we all go through heartbreak we all go through jealousy we all have flaws and that's something that sean baker does. Great in his films is he gives you these two trans characters and they're the main characters and they have so many flaws. Like Cindy, uh-huh. the main character, she's not a good person. I
0: love her. She's a
1: terrible person. I would hate to have her as a friend. I would hate to talk to her. <laughs> but you know what? I was rooting for her still at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. And she does your makeup, you know? Sure. Yeah, I could relate. Yeah, uh-huh. I could
1: relate to her. I was like, man, you got so many flaws, girl, but like, I'm still rooting for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Right i don't think we can say it enough how great this movie is so go out and watch it why don't we go through the plot i'm just gonna give a brief synopsis of a couple scenes and then we can go back and talk in detail let's do it all right so the movie opens with the line merry christmas eve bitch over a donut shared between our two leads Cindy, Rella, and Alexandra. Mm -hmm. They're in a diner. Cindy has just gone out of jail, and she's excited to see her man, Chester. But Alexandra gives Cindy the information that Chester has not been loyal, and he's been fucking this white fish. Her name probably starts with a D, but Alexandra doesn't quite know what the name is at this point in the movie. So Cindy now has a vendetta. She's going to go. She's going to find this girl, and or chester at this point right and alexandra doesn't want starring drama but she sort of follows her anyway thoughts
1: (laughs) so immediately i'm thinking okay this is a senior college project Mm -hmm. because of the way it's shot but something that i got right away was the dialogue was really witty Mm -hmm. really honest it was really funny because of how honest it was. For example, in those Marvel superhero films, those are all really funny movies with their dialogue, but they're not something that you would say realistically when aliens are invading your planet.
0: Right, it's the you, quippy one-liners. It's, it's
1: a lot of one-liners for the sake of giving the audience a laugh. This movie was not trying to make you laugh.
0: No, but it was hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. And as Alexandra is following cindy she's talking to everyone she knows along the way to go to mary's at seven mary's that's her show Mm -hmm. make sure
1: you guys are there tonight
0: her christmas eve show
1: yeah i also want to point out that you're gonna see i realized was while they were in this donut shop i couldn't get past the iphone view of things but the moment they left the donut shop and i saw the neighborhood Mm -hmm. the iphone just blended in that's Mm -hmm. when for me i just i was just like i get it yeah. And then I just was able to get sucked in and it was no longer a distraction. Mm-hmm. And as for uh, Alexander's performance, yeah. right? You're going to see that consistently throughout the film. Cindy's a troublemaker and everyone she starts trouble with, I think Alexander's trying to like clean up for her mess. Yeah, But like, oh, I'm so sorry, forgive her, but please come to my show <laughs> Right,
0: on. I know. And isn't that, oh, I hate the self-promote. That's, it makes me feel like.
1: Shameless plugs.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: oh. I loved it though. She's hustling. No, no, She's yeah, no, yeah. I loved
0: her doing it. I hate doing it for myself, I mean.
1: Oh, for me? Oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. It's, I hate that.
0: It's I 100% funny. hate that. What I also loved is immediately you're hit with this bright yellow, and it's a old kind of crooner jazz music playing in the background. This soundtrack bangs. Yeah. It is so many different styles let me just give you some of the styles of music that is played throughout the movie so we got old jazz edm 80s classical trap indie pop punk and so the beginning the opening credits are this like old classical and it just doesn't seem like it fits in with the rest of the movie at all no but i love it and that bright orange the rest of the movie sean baker talked about how he pumped up the colors in post i noticed and that's why it's called tangerine (gasps) because <gasps> I never the sky knew what I was tangerine. At sunset is tangerine. Because oh. Sean Baker gave an explanation. He said, In no other media except film does your title have to be literal? If you write a song, you can title it anything. If you write a poem, you can title anything. But why in movies? You have to title the movie exactly how the movie is. Right. So, tangerine never brought up. Maybe there was a tangerine on the table in the Armenian. You know, I was looking
1: for a tangerine. (laughs) I'm like, there has to be a fruit at some point. Maybe it's like
0: on her shirt. Like. I thought there was
1: going to be a tangerine like symbolism thing. But no, the color of the film was mm-hmm. very tangerine. Yeah, that makes so perfect sense now.
0: Even just the movie poster. It's a sunset.
1: Are you sure there wasn't a tangerine like during the family dinner table? Right, maybe? that's what I was
0: saying. Maybe, maybe, perhaps. Oh, that's a Christmas thing or like the Christmas orange. I don't know. I, my family has a lot of tangerines just all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm not sure, I think Alexandra said, I have this quote written down, but I really like it. I'm not sure why she said this, I'm not sure when she said this, but it's near the beginning. She says, when I walk into the room, it shouldn't always smell like homeless.
1: Yes, when I walk into the room, it shouldn't always smell like homeless, yes.
0: Do you remember the context of that?
1: Wasn't it when she walked into that other guy, the African-American dude?
0: Yeah. Who
1: was always sitting down for his business. Mm-hmm. He yeah, was a pimp
0: Yeah, it was, I think, in the back of the Mexican restaurant. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and he tells Cindy to get a breath mint. <laughs> yeah, he tells, so,
1: first off, you need a mint.
0: Yeah, right. No, right. a tic-tac. I a think. tic-tac, yeah.
1: Because, mm-hmm. you know, she just came out of jail, and uh, I doubt that they have the best car gate over there, right?
0: Mm-hmm. While Cindy is trying to track down this Desiree, Desdemona, she doesn't know the name yet.
1: Right. By the way, keep in mind she doesn't know her name still. Yeah. She keeps mispronouncing the name. Mm. Everyone does.
0: Everyone does. At the same time, we get these little clips of a taxi cab going through LA, getting Uh various people. We got a selfie girl. I'm rooting for her. We got this like drunk guy named Mia and the cabbie. He's pretty talkative, which... Good for him. He's probably trying to get, like, a five-star, but, like, I like to just be silent in rideshare situations. Yeah. Yeah. Just maybe I'll start talking, but... Um, it depends for me. Yeah.
1: I gotta be in the mood. Like, I'll always say, like, hey, how was your day? Yeah. I'll always give, you know, the polite, um, welcomes and all that, Mm -hmm. but, uh yeah it depends yeah it depends for me
0: Uh, yeah I'm not looking for a friendship (laughs) I just need a ride
1: but some of those cab drivers are probably so bored Mm, from driving for hours that they probably don't want to be driving in silence all the time they gotta keep themselves awake while they're driving Mm -hmm. so that's probably why they talk a lot I feel
0: you know cash cab just make every cab a cash cab you won't get bored
1: oh for real I love cash cab I love that show
0: oh so good
1: I used to play along all the time (gasps)
0: yeah me too ugh One of the other passengers of in his cab starts, like, puking everywhere, which made me wretch a little. But he says this hilarious line he's getting dragged out of the cab. And as the cabbie, we find out his later his name is Razmik. As Razmik is, like, dragging... The passenger out of the cab the passenger's like you're burning me you're burning me <laughs> it's just little things like that and
1: yeah. but that was after he puked in his car
0: yeah that was after he puked in the car right oh and uh the mia guy in the back so the reason he was like my name is mia is because it's cherokee and my mom looked out the window and she saw these birds and the cherokee word for bird is mia, mia yeah mia mia he's like imagine if she looked out the window and saw The Outhouse, I'd be called Big Shit Thompson. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) There was no line wasted in this film. No. Every line served a purpose. Right. Even
0: when Cindy sees the other pimp guy in the back of the restaurant, she's like, it's Nash, girl, it's Nash. Hey, is it Nash? And like, she just keeps saying it over and over. When Alexandra is doing her thing, trying to get people to come to her show, it's kind of hard to talk about this movie linearly just because a lot of it just... Yeah, there's three
1: to four I would say three mm-hmm. there's three main stories that you mm-hmm. were trying to follow we're mm-hmm. trying to follow Alexandria's story we're trying mm-hmm. to follow Cindy's story and we're trying to follow the Armenian cab driver story then as the movie expands it then becomes we're following about five or six stories mm-hmm. because the side characters we, they start developing their stories more yeah. and I want to point out this is not a long movie
0: no no this like is a short movie 40?
1: Yeah it's, it's, yeah it's your average time or something it's a
0: great time, <laughs> and you
1: never feel the length of the movie Mm-mm. and it all takes place within a matter of like 12 hours
0: mm-hmm. and in a very small area yeah
1: it's a one day like you're literally seeing how these people started their morning and how they ended their night that is the movie
0: yeah i never really thought about the time thing yeah but that definitely is true and
1: there's no costume changes ever <laughs> there's none of that
0: i love it the first time I saw it, I remember being a little like, why am I watching this? It's just like we're following her walking for like 80% of the movie. But now yeah. I watch it, the walking has so much character to it. She's She walking don't got on money the... to
1: pay for a cab.
0: Mhm. She got to walk. She she jumps the bus The the,
1: the is... metro, she hops mm-hmm. the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hops the train. I could relate.
0: Big moon. Big... I could relate. <laughs> And there's like the big blaring EDM in the background. There's the sound of like like a gun, revolver, yeah, in the music, and yeah. you know she's gonna cut a bitch,
1: right? Yo, that ass.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I
1: I honestly thought so. The movie starts with she just came out of jail, and they and they emphasize that a couple times. No, mm-hmm. oh, you just been out of jail for 24 hours, and I gotta tell you, I honestly thought this character was gonna go back to jail that same night. Aww. There were so many times where I'm like, oh, Cindy's gonna, this movie's gonna end with her going to jail. She is looking for a fight.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of jail, at some point, Cindy and Alexandra split up. Cindy is still on her quest for this D girl. Right. And Alexandra is just trying to make some cash for the night and plug her show. So she gets into a a guy's car, but he doesn't have enough money and he doesn't get hard or something. She
1: was charging $80 for a Mm blowjob. He said, all I have is $40. She said, okay, well, then I'm out. He goes, no, please, at least grab my balls and twist them while mm-hmm. I jerk off. Sorry. The, the movie's that explicit. Yeah, I was about just to say, for like, the yeah, by the way, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got you guys out of left field with that, but that's how the movie gets you. It gets you out of left field, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they just explain everything in detail. She's like, okay, fine, I'll took your little ass balls. Hurry up. Jerk off. Put the money in front of the...
0: On the dash on
1: the dash, yeah.
0: It's taking too long, he doesn't get hard, but Alexandra has already been touching him, so she wants her money. And he's like, No, they get out and they get into a tussle outside of the car. Meanwhile, we see a car of two cops watching them. The cops in the car, the cops are pretty tame. This could have gone, a yeah, lot. oh, yeah, yeah. This,
1: could've... oh my god, I got so scared. Yeah, me too, oh no, this could have
0: gone a lot darker, <sighs> however. This is the first instance we see, really, of someone misgendering one of the leads. They call Alexandra Alexander, not to her face. When they talk, when the cop gets out of the car and confronts Alexandra, she says Alexandra. But in the car, when she's talking to her cop, she's like, Oh, you've never dealt with Alexander before?
1: I was under the impression that Alexander probably has either a criminal record yeah. or... Or Alexandra, yeah. right? Sorry. Uh, no. Alexandra probably has a yeah. criminal record and... The cops on the government papers. Oh, yeah. It says Alexander. Mm, okay, yeah. So it can not be like her stage name or something.
0: Right. So right.
1: that's the reason why.
0: That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, yeah. Because I don't it, think
1: they were intersex trans.
0: No. I think they were... No, they were just NTF. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes sense, like government paper thing. Yeah, because cause I have a
1: friend who on the government papers doesn't go by... Her female name mm-hmm. it goes by her birth given male name
0: yeah yeah because then the cop does say alexandra to her face so. right
1: which i thought was respectful yeah
0: respect and then the cop lets them all go off on their separate ways by the way that was
1: also a great scene i don't want to just brush past that scene just because it also shows you the life of bad neighborhoods and their relationship with the cops who have to be all the time surveilling them, they eventually start learning everyone in that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, they knew what Alexandra was doing, but they were too lazy to care and do something about it. They were just sitting in there. It's Christmas Eve. Chill out. Mm -hmm. I just want to sit in this car until 8 p.m. and then go with my family, right? Yeah. Chug that eggnog. (laughs) And the the funny thing is that the guy who didn't want to pay Alexandra, by the way, to finish off the jerk-off story, he never gets turned on. So he, does, he decides not to pay her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I still want my money. Mm-hmm. And then they get into a fight. Yeah. And then since they got into a fight, that's why the cops were involved. Yes. Just for those, the listeners. Also, watch the movie. Um. <laughs> yeah, stop here, watch the movie. And then when you see it, resume play <laughs> so that you're, we're not spoiling everything for yeah. you. Yeah. It was interesting because they told, even the side characters, like this guy, we never ever see him again after this. The cops go, oh, What's the problem? He's like, this man is trying to hit me. I think he said this man or this mm. this man in a wig is trying to hit me mm-hmm. or something, something really offensive. Like, stop him, cops! And the cops are like, yeah, what were you doing with her?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. because
1: he prostitution is one illegal. Yeah, and two, he knows if he gets caught, his family's gonna find out who he's definitely cheating on his wife now. Yeah, that he's doing things with trans people all the time, and uh, you kind of already get his entire backstory. From this two-minute scene,
0: mm-hmm. as well as Alexandra's, because the cop specifically says we're gonna go home, we're gonna go a separate ways, and we're gonna go to our families. And Alexandra, she says, "What family?" Right. And I'm like,
1: I Right. Don't
0: know. Cindy's your family, but she's been gone for like
1: a yeah. Alexandra so. don't got no family. Cindy ain't even yeah.
0: Friends. So then we cut back to Razmik the cabbie, and he is now cruising, trying to get someone to he wants to suck someone off. We learn right so he goes down the block where most of the trans prostitutes are right and he sees a girl and she gets in and they go way out of their way and he's about to get ready and he finds out she's sis and he's like this is not what i want get out what the fuck are you doing he's like that's you're on the wrong corner
1: so this is a twist a giant twist in the movie by yeah. the way
0: mm-hmm.
1: he said i want to go down on you and she has a vagina I remember watching it, and he's like, "What is that?" Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I remember I literally said, "I was like, it's a vagina. What do you mean? What what is that?" (laughs)
0: Because I
1: I still didn't get that he was gay.
0: Oh yeah, well that was well maybe not gay, but just into it because like yeah, sure. Because if he was like gay, like there's male prostitutes he could probably pick up.
1: Well, in that specific corner there, aren't? Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, maybe he was a
1: bi. Or just he's into trans. Yeah,
0: there's some people who are just like yeah. That could be into, his fetish. He's yeah. into trans, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like ugh, to fetishize a whole group of people. But that's just but that's his that's character. What he does. His character. Yeah, doesn't have to be perfect.
1: Hey, it, it, it happens right. in my life.
0: Right, and I think what really dates this movie is the girl. He asks, "What's your name?" She's like, "Why?" He says. Don't you girls usually have some exact names? Right. And she's he's
1: trying to get in the mood, and mm-hmm. she was, she has no idea what's going on. She
0: says Selena. I she's guess. in the wrong corner. She is, and she's wearing. This is what dates the movie, a ring, but it has a big old mustache on it. Remember when mustaches were
1: popular? Oh my god! Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just... thought what dated the movie was the fact that he was driving a yellow cab. But yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> right this movie but with an uber driver <laughs> right so yeah we learned that about Rosmic. so that's what he's fishing for oh
1: and we also just to, just to go back to the point that mm-hmm. you kind of get the backstory of each character that is extremely minor that only had like five lines in the movie and got paid a good sag waiver yeah. for that she says wow you're a fag yeah and that already tells you what kind of person she is yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is this is a time period where LGBT wasn't as acceptable as before and lot and it was okay to frown upon on it. And not that it ever was, but like according to like the yeah. media and stuff, it was okay to just mm-hmm. talk about it probably. And she says it with no problem. Yeah. She's like, Oh, you're a fag, you're into that.
0: Yeah. Well they so that sentiment is through a couple of other characters, like Dinah, she says it later. Dinah and Chester both. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. N-word, for sure. You're like, whoa. But that's their character. I,
1: and and that's the thing that about sh- to go back to Sean Baker, I hate to keep praising him so much, but <laughs> his mind he does such a great job at giving his minor stories lines that make you say, I know exactly what kind of person this is. Mm-hmm. And they're all minor characters. Yeah. We're not talking supporting roles. No, we're talking you got five lines. Date player. That's it. Yeah. Date player. Taxi driver, like mm-hmm. not except for this case, yeah, but you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah. caterer guy. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. So, it, I'm a little fuzzy on when this quite happens, but after like snooping, snooping, snooping around, Cindy locates this girl, Desiree Dana Dinah, is her name. Dinah, um, yeah, at this motel where yes. prostitution is happening. I forgot what the yes. madam's name was, I think Juliet or Julie.
1: Oh, I forgot her name.
0: But that scene in the motel room, utter chaos. Just like you see this like tiny old man with his big old schlong hanging out. And she's going from prostitute to prostitute, like just to these different people trying to look for this Dinah girl. She finds her. She drags her by the hair out yep. of the motel room. And yep. from then on, she is just dragging this girl who only has one shoe <laughs> and is bearing, wearing like no clothes throughout Hollywood Boulevard.
1: And just to be clear, it's obvious that Dinah is on something. Oh, yeah. Because she does not have the energy physically in her body to fight back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She only has the energy to have sex and do the drugs.
0: Yeah. She... And you
1: could tell that she's tripping on something.
0: And later, especially when they get high together, which...
1: Which we end up finding out. What was it again? Was what? it? Uh... It was weed, I think. No, that oh. wasn't weed.
0: What? <laughs> no,
1: are, are, are in... you kidding me?
0: Okay, wait, listen. I looked away, and then I saw the pipe, and I'm like, okay, weed. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. There was something stronger. I don't know if it was coke or... I thought it was coke, because coke gives you energy. Um, Not that I would know.
0: Oh, but yeah, <laughs> no. um, Yeah, not weed, because... Uh, it was something... Cindy meth, says... it was meth. It was, Cindy yes. Cindy says, don't give me downers, I only do uppers. Yes, so. it was meth. So, okay.
1: she she's addicted to meth.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: all those girls in that room are addicted yeah. to meth. Mm-hmm. And that's what their pimp, Jules, she gives them that to keep them in check.
0: Damn. Damn.
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? That's a
0: lot for just, like... But
1: you get that within feeding. the first 40 seconds of that scene. Yeah. You're like, I see what's going on here. She promises that she'll keep feeding them meth as long as they keep having sex for her. Mm-hmm. In, in this one motel room. Right. And, yeah. and she
0: works off of Chester.
1: And she works off with Chester. Exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. So. who
1: You'll find out who that is later.
0: Yeah. So, well, Chester, we know his name because Cindy keeps saying it. So Chester is Cindy's boyfriend and we don't see him till the end. Yeah. Cindy is dragging this girl and she finds out that Chester is at donut time. She's like, come on, bitch. We're going to go to donut time. Which is
1: across town, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. So they Keep in
0: mind, it's probably around like
1: 4 p.m. now, 5 p.m.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Then, time is
1: moving forward. Mm-hmm.
0: So cut back to Alexandra. Now she's walking the street, and does I think he says hi to her first. Rosmic is also just driving around after this failed attempt. He mm-hmm. just wants to get off. He sees Alexandra, and you already sense this camaraderie between them, this familiarity, because he just goes, Alexandra! He knows her name. She goes over, and she's like, hey, Rasmic." She's like, oh, just the person I want to see. I've had the worst day. I want to talk to someone that I know and that I actually like. You can tell they're good chums. Yes. And then they're like, this is our regular spot. They go to a drive-thru and have a perfectly timed blowjob. He gives... Alexandra. that
1: is by far the best shot yeah. in this entire movie yeah
0: because one continuous. that
1: was spectacular
0: <laughs> it was because the whole time i'm like oh my god oh my god and in the front of the card in the uh, windshield you can see that near the end of it while he's still going down on her there's people now their yes. backs are just happen to be turned so they don't see it and he pops up at the like the very Well, no.
1: The the one guy did see it. and He turns around.
0: Oh. I didn't even Because
1: see. they've done it before. That was oh, the whole point um. of that. Was the fact that... Because she goes, get inside the car. And then they're talking. She's venting. And he goes, car wash? And she just goes, yeah. They already know what's about to happen. Yeah. After she's venting about the long day she's had with Cindy. Mm-hmm. And, and the long day that she's had promoting her show. Yeah. And the cop fight and all that. She's been yeah. venting the whole day. And I'm sure he probably told her, yeah, well, some dumb girl with a vagina freaking (laughs) showing up with a fish guys you need to see if not the movie at least see this one scene it's shot so brilliant I never would have thought that a car wash scene would be so entertaining
0: yeah it kind of because
1: it's it's thrilling you're like oh my god they need to hurry up but then at the same time I was like how long is a car wash Jesus I've done so many car washes and I never knew it was this long
0: (laughs) I totally feel that the ugh yeah, that was really good. I want
1: to be inside my car the next time that I, there's a car wash happening just so I could like time it and see if Do everything. you want to like, try
0: to blow someone? I don't want to blow anyone
1: <laughs> or be blown or just anything sexual. I just want to like see how accurate the movie and the mm-hmm. thing was cuz yeah. that
0: god that that
1: felt like an That's eternity cool. but it was only like 20 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. I should find out the exact time of that scene i will one day yes at the end at the climax haha <laughs> pun <laughs> ah. uh, <he>, yes. <laughs> rosmic gives alexandra her money and uh, alexandra gives rosmic a pamphlet to her show yes or a flyer to her show Says
1: so come through mm-hmm. and we also need to point out i think we, i don't think we brought this up earlier she prompt Cindy promised her that she would be at her show in the beginning of the movie when they split ways. Mm-hmm. So, she was like, "Just make sure you're at my show by 7, girl. You know I'm going to be there."
0: at 7. Mary's. Mary's, Mary's at, at seven. 7.
1: She's like, "Girl, I got you. Mary's at mm-hmm. 7. I won't forget."
0: So, before we get back on the bus with Cindy and Dinah, we show Rosmik's family, this All Armenian right. family. He must get some good coin from this taxi business because his apartment was Oh yeah, for sure. big. Oh yeah. And it's all women, all older women.
1: It was his wife, his mother-in-law, and then his mother-in-law's sisters.
0: Uh-huh. And...
1: I think maybe a grandma was thrown in there at one point. Right. But none of them were his family.
0: Yeah. And his daughter, he has a baby daughter. She's yes. like one. And a wife who... She was cute. She's uh,
1: she, a beautiful wife. She, she reminded me of Shakira because of her hair.
0: Yeah, I got that. She also reminded me of one of my... Aunt's in law. Yeah, we call her the Chihuahua
1: because oh was that get or
0: bad Because she's like you know, like kind of like yippy and like mm-hmm. like ah, ah, like just oh, making noise, gotcha. making starting causing fights, starting drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like but a Chihuahua, she, yes, yeah. But she has the same hair, that same like curl. Yeah, hair. yeah. But this army I was I was
1: beautiful. waiting for for his wife to break out and dance and be like, oh baby, when you dance like that. <laughs> Because, like, yo, yeah. she really she looked like really Shakira. She really did look
0: like Shakira. I
1: mom. had to do a double take. Like, they got Shakira in this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's
0: what they both... In this small budget-ass film? That's why it was shot on an iPhone 5. They blew all the budget on They blew on all Shakira. the
1: budget on Shakira, and that's why. It wasn't intentional, <laughs> but it worked.
0: I love it. No, and so now we're back on the bus. Cindy has Dinah, but she's like, wait, what's the time? And she finds out it's 7.08, and she's like, shit. The bus goes past donut time, and Dinah's like, we passed it, you idiot. And uh, Cindy says, we're stopping somewhere else first. You see Alexandra wait outside this bar Mary's. And the bartender, the owner, he says, look, if no one's showing up, I'm going to replace you. But I
1: also want to point out that something that's important to is Dinah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Even I'm forgetting her name. Right? Everyone <laughs> forgets her name about right. this film, by the way dinah's character which by the way is symbolic and i'll tell you why dinah's character is no longer fighting back
0: no she just
1: goes. at this point she just wants to meet chester and clear this whole thing out so that she could go back to getting her meth and i want to point out that everyone forgets dinah's name because no one literally cares for dinah no like she means absolute there's not a person in the world
0: She is being dragged around by her hair, dragged around by her hair. Mm -hmm. She has one flip-flop on.
1: One flip-flop.
0: But finally, at the last minute, Cindy swoops into Mary's Dinah in tow. And the bartender's like, "What? this one only has one shoe. And Cindy's like, she's from the hill. She's a hillbilly. It's okay.
1: (laughs) By the way, Cindy, throughout this entire movie had so many like amazing voiceover lines where you don't even see her character but you hear her character mm-hmm. off screen. Yeah. Saying the funniest shit ever. And also she says it just like to people's faces all the time like the hillbilly line.
0: Yeah, she doesn't care. Ugh,
1: amazing. She,
0: she, no filter at I all. I
1: wonder if like half of it was improv because it, it had to feels
0: be. that way. I want to look at the script. I didn't look pull up the script i want to look at the script also same because
1: there were so many amazing like just roast in there yeah she would do a roast battle and destroy you
0: and she would like be smiling while doing it right so now we cut to the bathroom because even though cindy showed up late she still has time to help alexandra get ready for her show and
1: alexandra by the way had no one show up because Mm -hmm. she she went around the entire neighborhood Gave her flyer to all her fake ass friends, Mm -hmm. and all of them were flaky.
0: Ain't that a mood? Right? (laughs) Just kidding. No, No, so true though. though. Yeah, you did. I did. (gasps) You wanna know what's the worst part? Oh my
1: god. Okay,
0: I signed an NDA, so I cannot disclose too much. Uh huh. But it was an early movie screening. And it sucked ass. It was really bad. Oh shit! And I was there, and so I couldn't use my phone. They literally took my phone. Right, 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 right. right. So, and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, look at my watch. And I didn't know how late your thing went till. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at this point, should I like go? Aww.
1: Just to give you guys backstory, yeah. I've been inviting her to this like charity event. It's for charity, guys. <laughs> and I never ever performed theater. But I do it for these guys all the time.
0: Well, if you do it all the time, then... No, then...
1: all the time. I mean once a year.
0: Oh. <laughs> so,
1: and uh, they always ask me to come back and, and do it. And we helped raise like $30,000 for for middle school and high school kids. Oh,
0: that's good. And
1: it's great. Um, and you weren't there. I and, know. I know. And uh, I texted her that morning saying, hey, I'm so excited to see you tonight because I didn't invite many people. I only invited literally like in total like five people, including a group chat that we're a part of.
0: But none of them
1: none of but at least they said no.
0: I know, I know. It's much And then I was like, fun. oh it's
1: cool, it's cool. I'm gonna see her. And I and I got there on stage and I looked at the audience and I didn't see her. I'm literally crying. And I was like, oh okay.
0: Michael, I love you so much. <laughs> I it's re- okay. It's okay. I know, but <laughs> literally be Alexandra to me. Next time, plug that shit to me. Like,
1: a million times with flyer? Yes,
0: in person.
1: It's all right. I didn't really get offended by it. That's
0: okay. I, I feel really sorry, but also thank you for, you're a wonderful person. I know you're Aww. not going to be a bitch about it. Just kidding. No.
1: I'm <laughs> not going to be Cindy about it, no.
0: So now we have our beef. Hashed and mashed and thrashed about in this bathroom. This bathroom is red with a disco ball in it, which like mood. It's yeah, cute. yeah. It's, cute.
1: it's one of those bathrooms that you don't want to take a selfie in, mm-hmm. but you could easily see yourself having sex with whoever you came with.
0: I feel okay, mood.
1: Like I, I've done that before. Like uh-huh. it's always like the not good looking bathrooms. That don't stink either. You know what I mean? There's
0: this one, this bar called the Gram. Oh, yeah?
1: What did you do there?
0: I didn't do anything. Yeah, okay. Except my business. But mm-hmm. the bathrooms were also lit in red and they didn't stink. They were cute. So I would just suggest doing that. Like, going there if you ever. They also got a cute little photo booth that works. So, so
1: you had sex in their bathroom?
0: Sure. No, I didn't. I didn't.
1: I don't know if to believe that or not. I honestly can't tell.
0: There's I nothing did. wrong with having
1: sex in a bathroom. I know, I've had but, sex in plenty of bathrooms. But, well, By plenty of bathrooms, I literally mean like three or four. Not that many. That's probably a lot.
0: But like, Well, I'm, I did not <laughs> have sex in that particular bathroom. Okay. This is the truth. This is the truth. That's the truth? That is the truth. I've had
1: sex in two bathrooms. I lied with three or four.
0: That's okay. You know what? I literally, yesterday I went to a church, but it's not like a church church. It's like a spiritual church. It's like a hippie church. It's cute. Mostly old people are there. And literally the whole sermon was like, Sometimes it's okay to lie.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's the first time. I don't know how to react to that.
0: Uh, Well, because how do you
1: trust them? They could be lying to you.
0: (laughs) Mm, Mood. Well, sometimes, like, would the lie be doing more harm than good? Like, say. See, that's
1: debatable. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. usually debatable.
0: Yeah, so say you're hiding someone from a bad guy in your house, and the bad guy's like, are you hiding a person? You're like, no, you're lying, but you're saying like you're
1: defending someone else. Mm-hmm. Right, well, that is such an extreme circumstance. I-
0: <laughs> True.
1: Like, I think we needed to ask the people at the sermon, uh, can you give us an example? That we can use in the real world. Right, <laughs> because I could take that many ways. <laughs> Um, Does he mean like it's okay to lie like, hey boss, I'm running 15 minutes late because the train got stuck. Just because you don't want to tell them that you have a hangover. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: well, stuff like that. Because um, that's not going to hurt Little white lies. Little like, white lies. Or someone's like, hey, remember me? <gasps>
1: oh my God. Why
0: would you want to hurt someone's feelings?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that happened to me in college. We did a performance. I forgot what music it was. Some music. I did a lot and I remember we all celebrated that night because it was so good. We all drank so much. I had a crazy hangover the next day, and I didn't go to my first class, and this is one of my favorite teachers. I love this oh. teacher. Me and her were, like, really, really close, and she sees me later that day, and she's like, hey, why weren't you in class today? Oh, no. And and she goes, it's okay. You could tell me the honest truth. Like, were you just cutting? And I went, okay, here's the truth. I'm only going to say because I trust you and you're my favorite teachers, but I... Party too hard last night because of the musical and I had a hangover and I literally couldn't wake up. And she looked at me with the most disgusted face and she goes, I wish you would have lied because anything would have been better. You got to learn when to say the truth. You know that you really that was a moment where you should have lied and said you were at the doctor's or something. And she walked away.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: I was like, I've never gotten in trouble for saying the truth. I usually get in trouble for lying, but
0: you know she loves you because she was that kind of. Oh no, she does. Yeah, she's
1: fi- Marie Danvers. Love her, giving her a shout out. She's amazing, 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 amazing person. Mm-hmm. She was on Broadway. Look her up. Yeah. Anyway, I remember I was so confused. Like, should I have lied then and just said I was at the doctor's? Like, uh-huh. what the hell? I'm
0: like. I don't remember why we started talking about lying but um but oh,
1: why did we start talking about lying
0: it's okay um, oh no
1: we start talking about bathrooms we because did they, about were, bathrooms. they went to the bathrooms so they're in continue the bathroom. with
0: the movie right I know <laughs> <laughs> so uh after this brief intermission right oh i just noticed your socks those are cute
1: oh thank you you're welcome i don't ha- own like normal these are actually some of my like more basic socks
0: okay work
1: all my socks are very creative mm-hmm. and i don't have like those basic white socks no and i don't even have basic black socks for shoes
0: i love it
1: all my socks are super duper creative and these are just super basic. I didn't even buy these specifically. Someone bought them for me. Okay. They weren't up to my creative standards. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were enough that I was like, I'll keep them and not throw them away. Well,
0: that's good. That's nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, and as I get older, socks are an invaluable resource to me now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kidding. For real this time. Back to the movie. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> They're in the bathroom getting ready. Cindy is trying to help Alexandra with her makeup. Meanwhile, she and Dinah smoke some crap. Not crap. Meth. meth. Cindy takes a piss and she wipes her dirty hands on Dinah's hair.
1: Yep. She sure did.
0: Ain't that a mood. And And you
1: know what? Dinah didn't do anything because Dinah's used to being treated like dirt. Mm -hmm. She's used to people walking all over her. She complains about it, no one listens to her or even cares. She fucked up her life.
0: In the and you especially see that in the This is a
1: white blonde Mm
0: -hmm.
1: typical white American who we're talking messed up her life big time.
0: Mm-hmm. And we don't know the story of how she got there at all.
1: But what we do know is that she is in the dirt with like the brown people, the immigrants. She's living her worst life right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas she could be living a privileged life, mm-hmm. uh, statistically speaking. Right. right. She messed it up this bad that everyone walks over her.
0: Mm-hmm. Big mood. And so after the bathroom, it's this harsh cut to the main stage of Mary's. And it's red, and you see Alexandra in her red dress, and she starts singing Toyland. And that just, like, cut to that shot. It was so pretty. Again, iPhone who? <laughs> iPhone who? <laughs> it's...
1: I love that. iPhone
0: who? <laughs> it, was so, it was so beautiful. Cindy and Dinah are sitting, listening. Dinah wants some water. Cindy's like, she's not going to get any water. No, but <laughs> it was her line.
1: So the bartender goes, hey, would you guys like a drink? And Cindy goes, no, 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 we don't want to drink. But then Dinah goes, No, I would like a drink. And then Esther Cindy goes, Oh, don't pay attention to her. She's broke as hell.
0: Oh, my God. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's Toyland. It's a ballad. And it's this like huge juxtaposition of this sweet... It's called Toyland. Yeah. Compared to the rest of this whole of this movie, movie. It was a beautiful it's song. It's incredible. And so the lyrics go, Toyland, once you've passed its borders, you can never return again. So that it's kind of symbolic for them they oh, pass sure. these borders They've oh yeah gone. they're not turning back Mm-mm.
1: this is their life for this is their this is their life mm-hmm. they're gonna die at 48 and some of them if they're lucky they'll make it to 64 specifically specifically but, like, <laughs> those two ages yeah <laughs> but- that's it <laughs>
0: And it was really pretty. At the end of it, Cindy, she claps for her good Judy. She says, she did that. She did that.
1: I'm going to need y'all to clap. Everyone here, clap for her.
0: I don't even need to put in clips from the movie. We just did that like spot on. That, that, was, spot,
1: that was our fourth word.
0: Mm-hmm. We were understudies. understudies. <laughs> uh-huh. It was ADR. I um, <gasps> uh, Just deleted all this yeah. again. Eat my whole asshole. <gasps> That's what okay. like Cindy was we'll saying. Big mood. Okay, but well, listen, wait.
1: Eat the entire asshole.
0: Listen, okay, wait. We're listening. So now she's gone. So uh, wait. Recently deleted. Okay. Huh. Apple iOS notes. Don't scare me like that. Don't scare you me. You hear that, Apple? I know. I we. <laughs> you hear that, this... Tim Apple? Tim.
1: Are you listening, Tim Apple?
0: <laughs> I have a brother named
1: Tim. And I'm and I'm only saying Tim Apple because I want to save time and words not saying tim cook because that takes too long to say oh i didn't
0: even know that tim cook was this, just tim apple that's a, even though cook has less syllables than apple well no did you know the story behind tim apple say it again wait wait what What's okay the story? so tell me so this the, is important
1: all the tech execs of like america like microsoft google amazon they're mm-hmm. all there you, tim cook Tandella, Jeff, whatever the hell the Amazon guy is Jeff guys, right? Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Uh,
0: Bill Gates.
1: Oh, B- Bill Gates, he left a little bit, but he's mm-hmm. more on a, like, helping the world mm-hmm, kind of I love that. So, is the new Bill Gates, so anyway. He's the CEO of Microsoft. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's this Indian guy. He's phenomenal. Anyway, <laughs> the point is that they're, they're at the Trump White House, and because Trump is hosting them. And you know how, like, Trump messes up everything, he says? <laughs> uh-huh. So, he's thanking everyone one by one, and he accidentally <laughs> calls Tim Cook, Tim Apple, live on television I and then that, and then that. when the reporters try to correct them and they're like hey uh you said tim apple did you mean tim <laughs> cook and he goes no i said tim cook and we're like no 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 we we have it right here <laughs> yeah. and then he then tweets because you know twitter yeah. is the solution and in and, and the tweet in the <laughs> in the tweet he says oh the fake news media is trying to make it seem like i forgot." Tim Cook's name. The only reason why I called him Tim Apple was because I was trying to save time and save words. So I said Tim Apple. (laughs) And then we're all just wondering, how much time were you trying to save by saying Cook? You know what I mean? Yeah, like... (laughs) So that was his uh, defense.
0: We are living in... This is the alternate universe. It has to be the oh, it is.
1: No, there is a there's a parallel universe where Hillary won, mm -hmm. and like we wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now. We don't need to
0: because every movie would all have women in it, right? (laughs) It's oh mess. I know, but yeah, Tim.
1: So that was the Tim Apple.
0: Well, thank you for edifying everyone.
1: Yeah, Uh, everyone. Everyone calls him Tim Apple now because they're trying to save time. Because Tim Cook. Takes too long to say, despite the fact that Apple has more syllables than cook.
0: Wow. That, mm.
1: Back to the movie.
0: Back to the movie. (sighs) We briefly cut back to Rosmick's house with his ladies. And he sees Alexandra's flyer and he wants to go support her. And he leaves the party, the dinner party. To which his mother-in-law is like, the man is leaving? Now now we have to pour the cognac for ourselves. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's also important to note that they're at the dinner, right? And mm-hmm. from the moment that you see... What's his name? Rosniak, you said? Rosmic. Rosmic. I don't know where I got a yak from. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to do it. It's anyway, okay. R-Rosmic, the moment we see him at the dinner table, you see how miserable he is in his house. Mm-hmm. And you also see how miserable his wife is. There's clearly no love affection between them. But what you see between them is a mutual understanding that we're stuck with each other. And we got So let's just somewhat kid. make it work for this kid. Because mm-hmm. he clearly loves his daughter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you could tell that he hates his mother-in-law. He hates everyone on his mother-in-law's family. Mm-hmm. Because the moment he's, he's at the dinner table eating with them, they're all doing the talking. And he's just quiet, eating the entire time. Mm-hmm. And when they do ask him questions... He gives them like little one word answers Mm -hmm. and then goes back to eating food. He goes to the bathroom and when he goes to the bathroom, he looks at himself in the mirror and washes his face. And he didn't even need to wash his face. He was just eating dinner. Yeah. But he just needed to like wash something off. Yeah. And that's what made him think about that flyer.
0: Yeah.
1: I just think the choreography, I don't know if that was all done in one shot or not, but I felt so stressed out watching him in that life.
0: Yeah, me too. And it was very close up and personal, yeah. congested feeling. Yeah, yeah.
1: His performance in this was phenomenal, mm-hmm. because when he's in the taxi cab, you, the feeling you get is this is a man who's working, this is his safe space.
0: And he's per, he's genial, and he talks he talks a lot. Yeah. So when he's in his cab, he's just like talking all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's
1: super social. Mm-hmm. And the moment he got home with his mother in law's family he was quiet and had nothing to say mm-hmm. and i think that's so powerful
0: yeah oh my goodness oh just all the little all nuggets. the little
1: this movie has so many details it should have been called details uh, not tangerine
0: i love it yeah that's a good you should name
1: like sean, sean baker your next movie should be called details there you because go because you're great and if you need names i could also help you out yeah and if you need an actor right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have two right here by the way just
0: uh, So we're on the bus now, coming from the show with our three gals, Dinah, Cindy, and Alexandra. And you find out that Alexandra had to pay to perform. You see her slip the money to the bouncer. The bouncer. But then Dinah makes a whole big shtick of it in the bus. Dinah's like, at least you're like you know getting paid for that shit. Like if I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some little criticism, just a critique. That
1: I was love some this old scene.
0: Music. You should play something new. Oh, she was dina's hilarious by
1: the way dina's character is coming alive now by the mm-hmm, way because mm-hmm. she's back on meth again yeah and and the best part was that
0: i said that so positively yeah, yeah, meth. yeah. Meth. <laughs>
1: true say i'm on meth right now guys <laughs> um no but uh yeah Dinah's character when well, my favorite line that she said was by the way if you ever need any connections from the music industry i know a lot of important people in the mm-hmm. music industry that i could hook you up just let me know
0: I'm a singer myself. I'm a
1: singer myself. Like, I've done this whole music thing before, you know? That was my favorite line because I know so many people like that. (gasps) Not that I'm necessarily on meth, but (laughs) that think they're hot shit. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's
1: like, you don't know shit, you're non union ass. Ah! Like, what the hell are you talking about?
0: Big mood. Oh my God. Ugh.
1: If, like, hit me up when you got all your waivers and you got like features, and I see you like on a Netflix show, and I'm like, oh, snap. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, no.
0: Oh my God. if that You means- didn't even got
1: an agent. Sit down.
0: <laughs> Michael, I love you. That is the T. It, it is. It like, is. Like, you're doing a community theater show. That ain't shit, bitch. Community theater is shit. There's no, no. nothing no, no. to be a bitch about.
1: Yeah, it's nothing to be a bitch about. Mm-hmm. I, I take that back. Community theater is the shit. But what I meant was <laughs> like, that is nothing to like brag about like i know people in the industry because uh-huh. people in the industry are not doing community theater
0: mm-hmm.
1: no offense right actors on the up and coming or that wants to be on the up and coming are doing community theater
0: stay humble
1: stay uh, humble stay- hashtag stay, stay humble
0: <laughs> i love it so she makes this fuss and then cindy's like no 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 girl alexandra had to pay to perform and so diana's like oh oh that's hilarious that's so pathetic. You had to pay to perform. Look, I only have one shoe, but even I'm not that sad and pathetic. Yeah, for real. She won't shut up about it. Yo, that ass. What a bitch.
1: And you know what? They they. This is the first time we see uh, Alexandra and Cindy, like, damn, she got us. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have- had no comeback. It's like, whatever.
0: At some point, someone just yells out, Drama! I don't know who. That
1: was yeah yeah, yeah. okay so oh, what happened on was the street. yeah so what so what happened was that was early on in the film I think
0: no I wrote it on this part after Dinah is a dick
1: yeah but it wasn't that was oh, because, because she was on her way to the donut time well
0: and Rosmic and- he so he goes and then you find he went to Mary's but after they had already left and then he finds out that Cindy is in town so now Rosmic is looking for Cindy because it looks like he's got a little crush on Cindy. So right. now he's driving around asking all the girls on the street, have you seen Cindy? I heard she's back in town. And then I think one of them is like, you don't want her because she started drama. Right. Drama! Oh, is that
1: what happened? Okay. I thought that it was in when... the
0: chronology of my notes, that's what I've pieced together.
1: Okay. <laughs> I thought that that part was when, I could be wrong, but I thought it was when Alexandra and Cindy were talking to these prostitutes in the corner, Mm. and then Cindy was roasting them, and then she was like, oh, you're already starting drama, and you've been out of jail for 24 hours. I think that
0: did happen, but so I guess the word drama is used a lot, because Alexandra time and time again she states she doesn't want a part of the drama and which... cindy
1: is all about that drama mm-hmm. yeah
0: so now we are in donut time what's oh her name boy. who is man in the table mama San. mama San. she does not give any fucks at first and then she's like be quiet and try to run a business a little later but when they first start yelling we see chester cindy is like hey chester it's been a while. Did you get me a Christmas present? And he's like, my present is that I do this pimp stuff to provide for us. And she's like, okay. Because mm-hmm. I got a present for you. Oh, boy. And she pulls in Dinah. And Woo! Uh, chaos ensues. This is where the movie
1: it's the most satisfying climax that you will see in a movie.
0: It's so crazy. and it's Because as
1: nine. that is happening, the mother-in-law made a big deal that Razmik yeah. <laughs> left. And she's like, where the hell is he going? Why do, what do you mean he has to work this late at night? Who's in the streets this late at night? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas Eve. She decides to now try to find her son-in-law.
0: Yeah. So she talks to
1: another taxi driver Mm -hmm. and is like, hey, where is my son-in-law? His name is Razmi.
0: And he finds out he's not working and she's like, I knew it. Yep. Lead me to him.
1: Where is he?
0: And so they go I'm not sure how they find that he's at donut time. Maybe they see his cab is parked in the No, lot. because
1: the taxi driver knew oh. that Rasmik, he had a trans fetish. Mm-hmm. So he knew all the spots ah, where yeah. he would be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's why he also tells her, are you sure you want me to take you where he is? And she goes, yes, I want to know where my son-in-law is. And then he goes, okay, I'm only going to do this because Razmik needs to understand what it's like to be a father and a family man and what he is doing is wrong Mm. we cut back to cindy and Mm. Oliver. we
0: also get another line from the mother-in-law she said or is it her i think it's her she says los angeles is a beautifully wrapped lie which yes that's a poem (laughs) i thought
1: that was who said that
0: it was her to the The, other cab driver Mm -hmm. yes
1: yes 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 yes
0: what's it he had a short name but i forgot it's a beautifully
1: wrapped lie i Mm -hmm. love that line
0: so Dinah, Chester, Alexandra, and Cindy are in the diner squabbling, 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 and then oh my god, Rasmik shows up, and he really wants Cindy. Chester, his lines are so hilarious. He drops the N word, which but like that's indicative of his character. Yeah, he's like, I got a query, and he offers Rosmick to get away. He's like, have you ever a of Berry? I'll get you Pinkberry. Pinkberry, heard...
1: the it phone. Was, it was yeah. so funny. That was the person named
0: Pinkberry. Oh, I thought he was just going to him. I, th- I think he was trying to get him like other... You are opening up my eyes to a whole yeah. new world. <laughs> Aladdin reboot who? <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it. And then mother-in-law finds out oh, where God. he's at. Oh, no. Calls his wife wife comes in
1: no way but before that mm. she finds out that he's in donut time and mm-hmm. when she gets there she goes oh hold up you've been here this whole time with these people smoking marijuana
0: yes! Yes! That
1: was my... when that was my reaction when you what you just did was my reaction was like, oh, thank God. Oh, yes, he's smoking marijuana. That's right. Right. Oh, shame on him.
0: Right. And and the way she's like, as if it was like the
1: worst sin. The the worst sin. And it is. They're right. That is the worst. How dare you smoke marijuana? I totally don't do it ever. Devil's lettuce. Devil's Devil's lettuce. lettuce, That's right.
0: Um, Uh, So that, oh my God. So hilarious. (laughs) But then she quickly pieces together. Um, Well, no, she didn't piece it together. Because Chester, he says... What's the Russian word? Wait, how do you say that shit in Russian? Oh, prostituki.
1: Prostituki. <laughs> but it was after Razmi made the biggest mistake of his freaking life here. And it was when he said, oh, no, I'm not smoking marijuana. Chester, Chester, tell her. I'm not smoking marijuana, right? And Chester was like, oh, no, he's not smoking marijuana. Yeah. He's doing the prostituti with these. Had he just, like, rolled
0: with the marijuana? I was Yo, yeah, when he
1: said, his- no, I'm not smoking marijuana, I went, what are you doing?
0: Stop. <laughs> yes, you are. Just stop. Just Leave stop. with her now. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. So now the mom calls her daughter, and the daughter comes there with the baby. Not
1: even that surprised.
0: She She's not surprised. She No, she knows. She's, and Cindy, as soon as she comes in, she's like, oh, cute blouse. Oh, we
1: got the same blouse, girl?
0: Yeah, she's wearing a blouse. What size are you wearing? <laughs> We shop at the same store.
1: And this is where, by the way, I've always Wait. said something about the minor. character. Oh, the
0: oh, cute blouse is not to the wife. It's to the mother. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is to the mother. Yes, 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 you were saying. The yes. mother was wearing a cute blouse. But anyway, this is also where we finally get to know. This is what I've always said throughout the film. Sean Baker does so amazing. Mm-hmm. Is we get to see another minor character, which is his wife. Mm-hmm. Her story get fleshed out in yeah. these 30 seconds. Because that's the mother's like, oh, my God, he's gay. He's with these trannies. Because that's what she, that's what yeah. she said, right? Uh, he's with these trannies, and I cannot believe this. He's not a man. He is not a man. Daughter, come with me or something. And the daughter goes, which, which is his wife, mom. Sometimes a wife has to close one eye or, like, yeah. turn the other cheek or yeah. ignore it. She said something like, there, turn like, turn a blind eye. Turn a blind eye. That's the phrase. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm like, what was it again? I'm going like, to turn an eye. Was
0: it? <laughs> and
1: sometimes hair. a mother, a wife has to turn a blind eye on what her husband is doing to keep the family together. And I was like, wow. She knew this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then another time she told her mom, mom, this is my business. Mm. Like, I know.
0: Yeah wife i don't know her
1: name but yeah i don't know her name either let's just call her wife but the moment that that happened it brought me back a flashback of earlier in that movie when razmi was about to leave and he went to his wife and spoke to her in english because he knows the mother-in-law doesn't speak english and he said to her Hey, I'm gonna go leave to go to work. Can you handle your your mom so oh, that she doesn't make up. so that she yeah. doesn't make a big deal out of it? And she's like, you know, she's gonna make a big deal out of it. She's like, I know, but you know, I gotta go. She goes, I know. She's
0: known this whole time.
1: She know that yeah, and this is the relationship that they have. They just work well with each other for she whatever reason. She to
0: live reason. in a nice apartment in and LA and with and
1: with her daughter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess, and she might not be the happiest, but you know, mm-hmm. she, this is the life that they're used to
0: but before the wife comes to the do time there's just this one little thing i think it's chester dinah and cindy are smoking in the parking lot and chester he says spit it out oh because chester's like oh don't tell me you didn't do anything while you were in jail and cindy's like no i didn't he's like come on spit it and she's like no i usually swell and he's like Oh, I set that one up for myself, yeah. didn't I? Just the This writing. is the
1: greatest argument that you will ever see between cheating spouses.
0: Yeah, because there's just so. Because cool you about also them. find out
1: that they're engaged.
0: Yes, he proposed to her, and he has her name tattooed and got engaged beforehand. Before so, she
1: went to jail, right before I think it was the day mm-hmm. of, they said.
0: So, so the remains at like the donut shop. I'm just gonna quickly wrap up that storyline. Yeah. Rosnick goes home with his wife and his baby, and that's it. They, they continue.
1: And, and, and before that storyline wrapped up, Alexandria said a really important line. Since everyone is so focused on everyone right now mm-hmm. and no one is on, on their individual story. We got the family drama. We got the cheating drama going on. Alexandria is, is sitting there by herself and she says, hello, Alexandria. How was your show, Alexandria? Was it good, Alexandria? Great. I'm glad. I'm glad I came to see your show, Alexandria. And that was her way of throwing shade.
0: Yeah. She was upset that no one...
1: Especially at Razmik, who was one of her favorite clients.
0: Yeah. So, all of us, the audience, sympathize with Alexandra. In this moment, she's like playing the victim card, but she has been the victim. She's used to
1: this. She ain't surprised.
0: She ain't surprised, but she's also playing this victim card a little bit. However...
1: The twist. Another (gasps) one.
0: The twist. Oh, and one thing. Uh, Cindy is the one to say, Chester, it's Dinah. About I was waiting
1: face. for that. Yeah. I was waiting. I wanted uh, to be the one to bring that oh, up. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I All love right. that. Tell us about that moment. Well, you take it hey, away.
0: So in the diner, you know, Chester's trying to say, this girl doesn't mean anything to me. You only mean. Dinah? She don't mean nothing? Donna. She don't mean nothing to me? But that sisterly bond. Yay, womenhood. Whatever. Yeah.
1: She said, it's Dinah.
0: Mm-hmm. So. and
1: that's the one line that dinah has been saying yeah. for like the first half of the movie when everyone mispronounces her name it's dinah
0: uh-huh.
1: So we learned her name i
0: feel like that means no matter <coughs> what happens between cindy and chester she now has developed this new relationship with dinah as just a sisterhood and just to song. be clear
1: they're probably never gonna see each other again mm-hmm. but as of tonight that's they're what
0: sisters her... also uh cindy did her makeup a little bit in the back yes yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. she did That was cute. She did her
1: makeup, but she was like, girl, why do you carry yourself like this? Mm -hmm. Give me your face.
0: Yeah. So, now here's the twist. Chester learns that the only reason Cindy knows about Dinah is because of Alexandra. And he's like, that's funny. Because what this girl didn't tell you is that we fucked while you were in jail as well. So now... The entire time, Alexandra's been saying, I don't want drama. If there's drama, leave me out of it. Right. And Cindy finds out that her best friend betrayed her and fucked her man. And Cindy leaves.
1: By the way, Chester, this entire time he's been an instigator. Mm Mm-hmm. He instigated that family drama real big. (laughs) And now he's instigating a breakup between two best friends. Mm Mm-hmm. That moment where you saw the reveal that Alexandria has been cheating. Well, not cheating, but she's been sleeping with Chester Mm -hmm. as well, which apparently was only one time, was the moment that we saw a new Cindy. Because Cindy, throughout the entire movie, if you did Cindy dirty, she was going to mess you up. Mm -hmm. She was going to hurt you. She was going to roast you. Mm -hmm. And when they found out that her best friend, her sister, slept with her man while she was in jail... You saw Cindy get hurt for the first time in the movie. Damn.
0: Poetry, Michael. Poetry. Thank you,
1: thank you. <sighs> I try. <laughs> you
0: really did, because she that stood. quiet. She had nothing
1: to say. She stood quiet. Mm-hmm. She stared at her. She put on her big bag. Well, she didn't. She never took it off. She just kept fixing it because it kept oh, falling bo- off.
0: I, her book bag. That yeah, was the It just keeps part. falling off. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, her
1: shoulders throughout the entire movie. And she walks away and says, "You two are perfect for each other," or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she just walked away, and I was like, "Whoa, that is entire." I was expecting Sydney to like mess her up. Mm-hmm. No. She was heartbroken. Her best friend just did that.
0: That was the one family. I dare
1: say she was more heartbroken than when Chester cheated on her. Mm -hmm. Because when Chester cheated on her, she reacted the same way that she has reacted throughout her whole life whenever people do damage to her. And that's outrage, anger, Mm -hmm. beat them up. But this time she was just sad and she walked away.
0: Because it was her, the one real connection. That she had in family. real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, th- and just to prove that it was real, this entire arc of Cindy, or Cinderella. cindy Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah, as they called her. Her entire arc was her going to Chester at donut time so that she could catch Chester with Dinah in this lie, in this love triangle, and probably do damage to both of them. And... When she realizes that it's past seven, she decided to pause her arc, pause what was driving her that entire day to see Alexandra's show. So that's how you know that their relationship is real.
0: And it means more than anything. And
1: it means more than anything, more than Chester, because she was like, oh, wait, hold up. My best friend's about to perform tonight. I got to be there.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, my
1: God. I'll deal with you later. You know what? Come with me, Method. Come with me. Oh. Like, (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's this movie is a comedy but the heart it has so much love oh yeah
1: it's a dramedy for sure yeah
0: for the sake of this podcast i have to put it into one or the other. so i'm gonna put it into comedy or i know this is it was, it's hard it was tear me up inside yeah, too, i don't know what it is to... if
1: it's drama or comedy i know because it's a comedy with a lot of dramatic moments and it's a drama with a lot of comedy moments i it?
0: know it's so hard but it's beautiful i saw from the posters they said this is the like revenge comedy of Oh, uh, you know
1: what? Yeah, it had more funny, I think, than so anything So I'm going to put it in the comedy. Put a comedy. Yeah, comedy.
0: But we're going to put a pin on that. Movie's almost over. Trust us. We got through it. Four, five minutes. It's so good, though. Listen, I could revel, bathe in this world. For but uh, the
1: movie's not even done yet.
0: It's not. Dinah is walking home. She, not home. She's going to go back to the motel. She still only has one shoe. She goes. Miss Jules does not have a place for her. She filled her spot, replaced Dinah in the motel. So now Dinah is left with nothing. She sits outside, and
1: she has no place to sleep either.
0: She kicks off her flip flop. Other flip flop. And it's funny because Cindy is Cinderella, but she's the one. She's the
1: one with. Uh, wow, I never caught that. Right without the shoe. I never, uh, I never caught that.
0: I know. I don't know what that. Also, means. by the
1: way, that this the shoe was blue. The flip flop was blue, like Cinderella mm-hmm. shoes.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. There you symbolism. Go. Does the symbolism mean anything? It doesn't have to. It's just. Uh, something well, it's
1: Sean Baker probably does.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll ask him. Right. <laughs> and so.
1: I really want to work with that guy now. Like oh, he's, he's so great.
0: I know. He's I don't perfect. know what he's doing now.
1: He's. Per- I don't know. He's probably looking at another trashy neighborhood. Like, dude, come to New York. Co- like Tacoma,
0: every... Washington.
1: There you go. Where is that? No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know that. No, is.
0: I love it. And so Cindy, she walks away. Alexandra's trying to reel her back in. And she's like, no. Cindy sees a car and she's like about to get some work. They throw piss on her. So Alexandra takes her to the laundromat, cleans her up, and it gets in Cindy's wig, which I'm sorry to say was not a good wig to begin with, but...
1: Don't be sorry it wasn't.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't. It was not a good I'm wig. sorry
1: she had that wig on. I
0: know. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad for the actress who had to wear that wig. So they had to wash the wig too. So now Cindy is sitting there without a wig. LGBT. And
1: by the way, that moment where the piss was thrown at Cindy's face was the first moment we got any real anti-LGBT
0: content
1: and i mean that not in at at least like really hard and punishing because we got some a little bit from the stepmom i mean mother-in-law i keep saying (laughs) stepmom from the mother-in-law and we got a little bit from the first girl Mm -hmm. in the in the wrong corner yeah but this moment was the moment that they really an
0: act of violence
1: an act of violence and hatred was shown towards a Mm -hmm. member of the lgbtq unprompted just right
0: and it happens at the very very end which leads The two girls, though, to get back together for Alexandra to take her to the laundromat, clean her up, and then after Cindy doesn't have a wig anymore, Alexandra gives her Well,
1: you got to talk about the moment when she took off her wig. Yeah. See, they went to the laundry, right? And she's just undressing in the laundry. She's putting her clothes in there. They both, like, gathered quarters together. I guess they went 50-50 or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was after she had walked away from her for a couple minutes. She didn't like her. They were both with tears in their eyes. She gets the piss on her face. They go to laundry. She's undressing, as I just said. Then she goes, oh, you got to take the wig off, too. And when Alexandria goes to take it off, at that moment, Cindy holds her hand mm-hmm. violently, like, don't you dare. And it's because Cindy will feel naked without her wig. Because mm-hmm. it will remind her, I guess, that, like, she was born a guy. Yeah. It meant so much to her that you didn't take off her wig because that was who she was. Mm-hmm. And she's naked without the wig. Yeah. Not the fact that she's clearly almost naked in the laundromat. Yeah. Because she took off almost all her clothes. It's the fact that you're taking off her wig and then people will know. And that was a strong moment right there, too. Very. And then to go off of what you just brought up, mm-hmm. when they went to sit down, Alexandria took off her wig and gave it to her.
0: Which, now Cindy looks cute. Just kidding. Just, no, oh my God. <laughs> the now The hair works. Now
1: the hair works. Yeah, well, now Alexandria doesn't have a wig. hmm and at that moment, if you didn't get it yet, at this point you definitely got it. These two are best friends mm-hmm. because Why for one I? person to be like, you know what? I'll be naked. Take my wig off. You take it. I didn't know if I took that as, oh, that's a real friend, or as she's just still trying to make up for like the sleeping no. thing. I couldn't take it I as think
0: that. That might be a little part of it, but mostly it's a little like, of both, right? This is my sister.
1: This, this is my sister. Like here, I'll be naked. It you makes know. Do you
0: think? Have you ever seen the show? Uh, oh my god! So chewing gum with Michaela Cole it's this British no. comedy it is insane it's with Michaela Cole it's on Netflix there's like two seasons and so spoiler alert one girl ruins her hair she like it's gummin or something and so she has to cut it off and she goes to her best friend she's like it's horrible my hair is cut like what the fuck yeah and so the main character she takes her hair she's like it's just hair and she cuts off I her own that. hair it's I uh, love I that. Cried. I cried because they also had a falling out, these two friends. I love that. So that brought them together as well. And so the movie, the end of the movie, I think is beautiful. It just ends them sitting, cuts to credits. No sound except the sounds of the laundromat, just this small hum. Yes. And the credits are very, like, Stanley Kubrick in mm-hmm. that uh, it's no scroll. It is all just a slideshow.
1: Well, to go off of that, I remember watching that ending, and you know when people say, like, you're dishing out your dirty laundry? Oh. That's what I took it as. Dude, I didn't even get
0: that. Oh, my God.
1: I was like, oh, I see what you did there, Sean. All
0: right.
1: These old movies, they've been dishing out their dirty laundry. I got it. Right. Not only that, that block looked very similar to where they first started the movie. Yeah. Cuz wasn't the, there was a donut shop. I thought I saw the same donut shop yes, in the correct. in the that's corner. Correct. So I was that like, is isn't this where the movie started during the morning and then it ended there at night right. Full just circle. in the laundromat instead? Mm-hmm. And you know, the whole movie has been about people gossiping, giving the tea, spilling out the dirty laundry, right? Mm-hmm. As you would say, and it ended in a laundromat. So Wow.
0: Oh know. my. Full circle. And that and there you have it, folks. That was Tangerine. Holy Moley banana Stromboli. It oh, just that was the most Doctor Seuss
1: rhyme I've ever heard in my life. You're
0: welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, as we've discussed before, I think this movie in my spreadsheet would have to go into the comedy category. Yeah. Just for the sake of the spreadsheet. So what I'm gonna do is we're gonna rate the movie based on three categories. First is general film devices such as the acting. The plot, the cinematography, the direction, writing, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Second is going to be the comedy. Was it funny? Did the jokes land? Okay. And third is how it handled its female characters. Was it with love and compassion or here's a sexy lamp that we can Great. throw up? Great. Let's do it. All right. So out of 10 for each. For the general film aspect, what would you rate it?
1: For the general film aspect, and you said this was as far as character, uh, film, cinematography, mm-hmm. all that. Just like when you think of a general movie review. I'm thinking of the genre. It, it is comedy, but it's also one of those slice of life movies. Mm-hmm. And because it's a slice of life movie, I could honestly sit here and I could give it a strong nine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially with the tools given.
1: Yeah. Cinematography, I think for me, it gets a solid 10 out of 10. Because he somehow decided to take a phone camera and make it work better than any $40,000 camera could have ever shot that film. Because it's such a poor area. And they shot it in a very poor way. If you would have shot it with a standard camera that's not HD, one that like goes up to maybe 720p mm-hmm. at most. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Looks like you put it in a VHS or something. Or it, if it wasn't even a found footage film, it would have taken away from the movie. mm mm-hmm if it was shot with an IMAX camera where you shoot those big AAA blockbuster movies it would have taken away from the film because i would have been like wow it's such great movie quality and this is such a poor neighborhood no this was shot poor everything about this movie felt poor and i mean that in a complimentary way my criticism with it the first 10 minutes was i didn't even like the acting because they're just talking there's a lot of this they're not they didn't even like they're trying to act and then i realized oh wait they're not trying to act yeah. they are simply being themselves mm-hmm. that was phenomenal the fact that we didn't see characters we saw people and that's hard you know you know what i mean we saw people there i give it a very strong nine
0: i love it oh my gosh so I gave it 8.5 because I was thinking all you said times 10. Love it. So many good shots that you don't see in most big budget films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only caveat I would say would be the first like couple of minutes. The That's why I gave it
1: a 9 and out of 10.
0: Right. Once she starts like walking. And, the movie picks uh, up. Yeah. The movie picks up. But when they're in the diner And they're just talking Maybe we can have A stronger beginning
1: I actually felt The exact same way And mm-hmm. that's why I didn't give it a ten. So, I didn't want to give it a, I didn't want to take away Two points or one You know I was just yeah. like I think that's too much But like the first five minutes were a bit slow mm-hmm. for me.
0: Now I'm questioning my 8.5. Fuck it, I'll give it a nine two. No, no, no. Eight point no, no, five no. is great. No. No. listen, listen. Eight
1: point five is
0: great. Listen, I made that in my head as we were talking. So no,
1: but I was the, I was I'm going to be rating it on on a decimal system. It just happens to be a 9.0 for me. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna say nine point. No, that I think about it, though, I'm like that's just like a, such a small part. The rest of the movie was so engaging and just yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, it helps when you understand a third of the movie as opposed to yeah, not, as opposed to not having subtitles for the Armenian part. Oh,
1: that helps for sure. It really I, I could only imagine what you went through. I was like, was what are they saying? T- um, t- They're t- talking t- about their government? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I thought to myself as I was reading it just now, I know that I don't like the first five minutes that we discussed mm-hmm. in, the, in the podcast. And I said, if I see it again, will I like it more? And the truth is, I wouldn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd wait for it to get past the first five minutes and then, you and then I'm like alright let's get it you're right mm-hmm. it's like Breaking Bad episode like one through like two or three for me Work. I think Breaking Bad is like the greatest TV show ever but those first couple episodes are slow and, and it's painful for me to even enjoy I'm mm. like just get to like the drugs <laughs> <laughs> like, like I get that you're setting up that he has cancer okay let's mm-hmm. let's get just these three the episodes expository. out the way yeah let's get the exposition out the way mm-hmm. now that it's there right show's about to start pay attention y'all you know what I mean? I
0: love, I totally feel that. That's yeah. I me mean with the, the show Superstore. Oh, really? I love yeah. Show. It's my crack. Oh, it's mm, so good. You mean your mess. Spe- ah, well, Didn't also speaking of crack, what made you crack up? How were the jokes?
1: <laughs> wow. That just happened.
0: You're welcome again. Well, yeah, how'd you rate the jokes?
1: So, Cindy was the driving force behind the humor in this entire movie. And that's, yeah, she's the only comedic character in the entire movie. I
0: Dinah had some funny shit, and uh, Chester had some funny shit. The, yeah, the but the thing is characters.
1: that they had funny shit, but they weren't trying to be funny. Mm. Yeah. And I don't mean that Cindy was trying to be funny. It was like, for example, when, when Dinah said the line, which was my favorite line in the whole movie, which was, oh, I got people in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I can hook you up. Dinah was really saying that. Mm-hmm. Her delusional, non-union ass really thought, Mm-hmm. that, like, she could hook her up. Mm-hmm. She was not trying to be funny. Okay. We, the viewers, were laughing at her.
0: okay, okay. Whereas that.
1: with Cindy, we were laughing at whoever Cindy was making fun of. Okay. We were That's laughing tea. with her. Mm-hmm. I feel. And I think Chester might have had a, a couple of funny lines. I don't remember them off the top of the head, to be honest with you, because he only had, he steals the show for the last 15 minutes of the movie, because mm-hmm. it's all about him at that point, the climax, right? But Cindy was really the driving comedic force behind that movie Mm -hmm. i thought and for me her funniest moments because there's a lot of this her off-screen voiceover lines
0: yeah
1: (laughs) those were the funniest ones like there's a point in the donut shop where the armenian family all three of them are arguing and you just hear sydney in the back like narrating and instigating everything that's happening oh you gonna stay like that damn bitch i would take that wig off like ah, you you yes, just yes. see her in the yes. back uh-huh. you hear her voice but you don't see it
0: uh-huh. and
1: that's hilarious to me yeah cindy never shuts up she doesn't she doesn't
0: and we love her for it
1: yeah we hate and love her because she is <laughs> she is a terrible person who i could only imagine why she went to jail well we know why she yeah. was covering up for her boyfriend mm-hmm. but she probably does more than that so mm-hmm. out if of you a you 10 sorry it, <laughs> if you,
0: if you have to give it a number Oh, I know that's so hard. That one is hard. Because when people think of a comedy, this isn't what they think of. But yeah. It's what we need. In these a-
1: dark moments, you need mm-hmm. a little lightness. I'm torn between a 7.5 and an 8,
0: mm-hmm.
1: honestly speaking. Yeah. I'm going to say a 7.5. Let's do it. Because for me, I didn't know sometimes if there was too much comedy. Where there was trying to be funny for the sake of being funny. Mm-hmm. There were times where Sydney Cindy, Cindy came off as Medea. Okay. Where it's like, all right, you make a joke about literally everything. Yeah. Relax. Mm-hmm. And it's less than other movies. It's less than like the Avengers where they're just making you laugh for the sake of making you laugh. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make that many jokes, they all need to land. And not all of them landed. Yeah. More landed than not, just to be clear. I would say easily 70 to 80% of her jokes landed. Mm-hmm. But I don't I do remember at one point thinking, Okay, we're just gonna make fun of everything. Okay. okay yeah, With her character specifically.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think what stole the show for me was the more like subsidiary characters and just like especially, uh, you're burning me or yeah. there was this one, yeah. one of their friends they're talking to, he had glasses and like pink headphones uh-huh. and just him talking, was my favorite. I think besides Cindy then, this movie is so effortlessly funny. Agreed. It's not, it doesn't hit you over the head with it. It does not. Which is what I loved. So I gave it an eight the comedy yeah
1: i was talking between 7.5 so, and 8 it, right. it's funny because both of our scores you were 8.5 i was 7.5 okay. and then 9 and then
0: 8 yeah. here we go here we go but I, awesome. no, officially now i have wrote down 9 for the cinematography because like listen y'all need to see this yeah we have not see seen the, if we have not said it enough all right so last is it's handling of women and you are our first man on the show by the way so like way to go we love thank this. you thank you thank you mm-hmm. i also want to be the one the last of the, the, no. no right <laughs>
1: I also want I'm not gonna be the first man to do this I think but I also want to be on The View and be a co-host there as a yes. guy yes
0: um, The View is my favorite show I love they that argue show argue all the time and they I never know. reach a conclusion did we talk about that yes we did, did.
1: oh yeah. we went for like an hour
0: just on The, the View first day
1: on The View yeah
0: <laughs> Megan McCain
1: Megan
0: mess oh, I will spread the I good word Megan. of The View though to whoever
1: I love every it. one of them on the View, especially mm-hmm. Anna Varro. I will say that this is, what was the last category.
0: uh Handling of women: Did they handle it with care, or was it more of Agent Cody Banks? If you know that movie, yeah, I do. And the the woman yes. in that movie, yes,
1: I'm aware. Yeah, or like Anchorman. Yeah, I hate the handling of the woman in that. <sighs> I will say that that movie to me got a straight up 10 for handling a woman. Mm-hmm. And here's why. There was never a moment in that film where you have a woman who gives this like really empowering speech and is like girl power and none of that. Right. Mm-hmm. We, if you're if you're trying to watch a movie for that reason, watch another one.
0: Uh-huh. This
1: is not the one. This is not here to empower women. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah. With that said, that doesn't mean that there are not strong women in this film. Preach. Every female character in this film has flaws, mm-hmm. and what this movie did I'm not going to rate the men because you didn't ask me for the men, Do it. but it mm-hmm. made the men and the women equal with flaws. They were both flawed genders, I guess. Yeah, the beauty of it was one of the strongest characters to me in the entire movie and was a female was the wife of the Armenian taxi driver because she knew that her husband was cheating on her every night. She knew her husband wasn't necessarily into women. Mm-hmm. Her husband was just doing it because that's the roles that the gender in his society play. Yeah, And she knew that there are other women who have much happier lives with their husband, yet she decided to be a strong mother for her daughter. Mm-hmm. She decided to be a strong mother who's gonna hold the family together she she is a i got that she was a house housewife Housewife, yeah (laughs) she cleans a lot she cooks a lot she takes care of the daughter and she keeps going every day nowhere in her mind does she want to quit being the mother of this daughter and being the wife of this husband Mm -hmm. and the same can be said for dinah's character who you look at her character and immediately you think white trash Mm -hmm. stereotypical white trash Like, if you were to look up on a dictionary, the definition of white trash, a picture of her will show up.
0: Just her shoe.
1: Just, (laughs) uh, yeah, right, right, just one shoe. (laughs) Her blue flip-flop. And Dinah keeps going. Yeah. I remember watching the movie thinking, how do you not, like, end it? Because here you are, Mrs. Music, (laughs) and all you know right now is that you have pimps, you have drug suppliers, you're hooked on it, but you have to keep going. You have to keep going. You have to keep having sex just to pay your bills for your food. And granted, you don't have bills. You're you're probably you probably live in like a shelter or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, she kept going. That's another strong character in itself. A lot of us might see her as dumb, but strong still.
0: Yeah.
1: You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? This is a these are real people. None of these women are Wonder Woman.
0: Mm-hmm. These
1: are all women that are living under a ideal economic situation. Yeah. You never want to live in their shoes. I would never want to live in their shoes, especially not Dinah's one shoe. But I remember watching it and going, I don't know what I could do in any of their situations. I would give up.
0: Right, you wouldn't do any of it I wouldn't.
1: Fuck that. You crazy. Jumping yeah. off a bridge or something. Like, this is not the life for me. Yeah. Yet, all of them keep going. Holy shit especially Alexandra who statistically has a 99.99% of not making it as a black trans woman mm-hmm. and she has a dream to be a singer and she pays club bouncers and managers I'm I'm guessing mm-hmm. to let her perform and and then she goes out she flyers she has no one self promoting but she'll walk miles to promote her stuff okay. And then take a 20-minute break to give a couple men some head so she can have enough money to eat, buy herself a cheeseburger and fries, like mm-hmm. that other lady who had yeah. a cheese, right? cheeseburger, right? You know what I mean? And fries. Right. It's hard enough being a woman in this country, as everyone together found out a couple years ago, right? right. Two, three years ago. But then we, we knew it was hard being black. But then imagine how hard it is being trans. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, literally Everything three things. And she just keeps going with grace. So at the end of the day, you don't watch this to get inspired. Uh, you're not going to have a, a Hillary Clinton or, you know, all those iconic strong women. Right. I'm going, RGB. Yeah, I'm going blank now. RBG. Billie Jean King, whatever, right. all of them. You're not going to have that. But you are going to see real grounded women who are very common stories who keep going. And I think that's the beauty in the female characters in it. And I would honestly just give it a ton.
0: Holy shit. Michael that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. You've restored my Your faith in men? Yes. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, ho- I'm going to give it a 10 to. Like literally yeah. all what you just said and you've said it perfectly so I don't think I have to reiterate any of it. There's one other thing I wanted to mention though. Oh, was that this isn't poverty porn. This No, is. it's not. It's not disability porn. It's not like No. Oh, it's oh, it's it's just real. It's frank. This is their life. Take it. You are gonna take
1: it. And, and just for the record, you're just seeing a day. Yeah. You're oh seeing my God, a that's day. Just a day. You're, and by a day, we mean after they woke up. You don't see them ever wake up, and mm-hmm. before they want to sleep, you don't ever see them go to sleep. And the movie doesn't end with you thinking okay now they're gonna go to sleep no it continues mm-hmm. because now the family the armenian family has to go home and deal with this drama so you know none of them are gonna sleep they're gonna be, <laughs> all be up arguing and then these people are waiting for their clothes in the laundromat mm-hmm.
0: dinah doesn't have a place dinah to literally
1: sleep. doesn't have a place to sleep we don't
0: know what the fuck chester's
1: doing. The, the only guy who might sleep is probably chester even some of the minor characters like the taxi driver who snitched on razmi he has a night shift so he's gonna be working throughout the night
0: mm-hmm. damn
1: like no one sleeps
0: Wow, sleep no more. <laughs> sleep no more, baby. So with that, with our double 10s at the end, puts an average score for Tangerine of 26.75 out of 30. Wow,
1: 26.75 out of mm-hmm. 30.
0: hmm. For comedy. So at the time of this recording, that makes it the number one female-led comedy. It's wow. gonna stay up there. It's gonna stay near the top. Because If
1: you're looking for more female-empowering movies, I would recommend Lady Bird. Yeah. If I'm, you haven't seen it. I, I haven't.
0: I'm going to be real. I have not seen Lady Bird. I need to. Yeah. Lady
1: Bird is the only movie that I consider flawless.
0: Whoa. Okay. Well, next up on Teacher <laughs> Pem's prepare for Lady Bird. I'm going to rope someone into watching it. Someone's going to want to talk about it. Yeah. But Michael thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for this has been our longest episode yet
1: sorry about that <laughs>
0: do not apologize you've been wonderful michael where can people find you to see more of your wonderfulness
1: if you want to follow me follow me on instagram and i'll always follow you back i do follow for follow likes yeah. for likes yeah. and um yeah it's real michael Ovage. that's r-e-a-l michael M I C H A L. Ovage is O-V-A-L-L-E. Real Michael Ovage On it. Instagram.
0: Love it. You can find this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Feature Fems. We spell it F-E-M-S because the other way, one, was taken by another podcast, but that podcast is dead as far as I'm concerned. Right. It really is. Um, but also because like, it, that gives me connotations of like, fems and Butch and like, that's not what we're talking about. And also there's a Gmail... Hit us up on Gmail. Thank y'all for listening and have a sexy Monday. Love it.